The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik Show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. Is that better? Much. <laughs> I'm Joel Mahalik, and I am a, across the studio from. I need a cell phone just to talk to you. It's pretty. It's pretty far away. We're it usually, is. It's pretty far away. We're usually in tight quarters, but we're uh, we're down the beach, and yeah. so we're in the we're in the Mobile One studio. Yes. I think is what we called it last time. Yes, so, it is. And and so we're a little further apart. Yeah. But that's all right. Who are you, though? I the, am the lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon. So welcome, With everybody. the lovely Molly. Yeah. The lovely Molly, who just came in from a walk, so she is Tucker. Yes, she is. So, all right. Well, we're glad everybody's here. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a beautiful weekend. I'm very glad. And you know what? In front of me... I don't have paperwork like you do. I have a strew of paperwork over here. I have freshly cut pineapples. But that's not your typical. That is not your typical fruit topping because you didn't get it from the Acme. That's how we say it from Delco. Right. I didn't get it from Acme. I got it from the local grocery store. So the question is... Um, not, no, no, no. <laughs> that was the question. Not even close. It doesn't even compare, folks. Nope. Okay, good. We got that straightened out. Right. And that's why there's less fruit than there is fruit dip. Because it's yeah. not as good. The heavenly dip. Oh, it is what the name says it is. It is a heavenly dip. All right. All right. Yes. There you go. So, um, point of reference, and um, if you hang out at the Facebook page at JM Talk, uh, I posted a video today about 20 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, while you were shopping. Just talking about the situation with the accidents this week. We were delayed a little bit coming down here. I know. Which wasn't too, too bad. That's not what I'm saying. But we were delayed because... A little bit prior to us coming down, you uh, texted me at work and said that there was a rollover crash on Route 1, so traffic was being diverted to the uh, other arteries. Right, and that's the second rollover accident on in Friday. as many days. No, that's the second one Friday. Oh. And the third one that I know of this week on Route 1, rollover crash. Wow. I just don't understand what people are doing. I mean, they have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. You have to stay alert. Maybe they can't afford it. They have to stay alert. (laughs) Absolutely. So why? Stay alert. Stay off your cell phone. And arrive alive. Absolutely. I wish I could say I made that up, but I didn't. I actually stole that. (laughs) I didn't steal it. It, I heard it on a commercial, and I don't... Years ago, I don't know if it was trademarked, but hell with it. I'm using it. (laughs) Right. 
But that, so that was my point. And that's, I put out a real quick video just saying the same thing. Hey, we're down here. We're safe. But, you know, it's, it's becoming such, um, I don't want to say a chore, but to, um, to drive. But, you know, everyone ends up having to take extra precaution. And obviously when there's a multi-car accident, it, it, it doesn't really help if you're in the vicinity of whatever's happening and you get drawn into it, but it causes everyone else to pay even more attention, work Abs- harder at it. Absolutely. And it's um, and it's not good. So No, not at all. So on the video I put out, if you saw it already, I, I'm hashtagging a couple things, hang up and drive, hashtag hang up and drive. Now, hang up and drive is an old campaign that... We started on the Behind the Mic show many, many years ago, and um, yeah. and I'm bringing it back over because, you know, that's one of the things that changed, right? The technology of being able to have these cell phones at your at, at your behest, right? And so, people are preferring to look at that while they're driving. Not good. I just don't understand how you're in control of a two-ton piece of machinery how you can divert your attention somewhere else right right i don't get it and that's the thing (laughs) excuse me i was just taking a drink and it went down the wrong (laughs) so but you know that's gotta suck (laughs) so i said what hang up and drive Hang up and drive, yes. Pay attention and drive safely with the three hashtags that I created yes. uh, with the video. So Good. Uh, so just putting that out there. So please, please be safe. If you don't want to do it for us, be safe for yourself and your family. Right. You know, do it for your dog. Your dog won't understand when you don't come home. <laughs> He'll just be sitting by the door waiting. Yeah, you're going to make yourself cry, but go ahead. Keep going with that. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to stop. Okay. All right, so one of the things I wanted to mention today is, is is an interesting post I ran across on Facebook. So, yeah, that's right. We don't always just pull news and talk about it, although most of it is silly news and, and news that we think you can use. This was a post that I thought was really interesting, and it was it, it's from somebody's Facebook called Emily Long, My Fit Life. And uh, they are talking about being that it's officially grilling season. They wanted to bring up an experience in 2015 – uh, and they feel it's, uh, it says it's my right responsibility to share the danger of wire bristled grill brushes. Uh, three years ago, um, I took one bite of a burger and immediately felt like I had swallowed glass. Uh, I felt a sharp stab and pain in the back of my throat. The more I swallowed, the more it dug. Um, I started gagging and choking, throwing up, trying to drink water to wash it down, and still the pain in the back of my throat wouldn't go away. Uh, so with her son in the bathtub and her husband frantically trying to help, she decided she needed to take a trip to the ER. Uh, I could tell it wasn't going anywhere on its own. Once we finally got in, this was the culprit. And she has a picture of it. It's a, it's a wire grill brush bristle. Wow. So uh, needless to say, it freaked us all out since both my husband and son also had eaten a burger. And it easily could have been done uh, to theirs. So I'm not going to read the entire post, but what uh, what this brings to mind is um, what they're saying is that you have to be careful. There's a lot of uh, grill brushes that are weak. Right. Um, and they're also suggesting you use nylon ones instead of the wire ones. Uh, some other suggestions for cleaning your grill was using balled up foil um, or the green pads. 
and he, and then here's the thing. Right. Here's the thing. Like we use copper sheets. You exactly. Know? And now this, and this is not the reason why. The reason why we use the copper sheets is we use an alternative because maybe it's because we don't use or we don't maintain properly our grill. We don't use it as much or we don't properly maintain it, but our grates constantly rust. Yeah. So even washing them, you know, it just happens. I don't know if it's the air. Could be. Last couple of years, been very moist in this area, so it could be that. True. But we use the copper sheets to cook everything on on the grill. Washable. Mm-hmm. We wash them a couple of times. We throw them out. We get. They're not all that expensive. No. And then we just actually talked today uh, about. Uh, you know, I, I told you I want to get a grill pan, and that's right. not, that's another thing. It's cast iron or Teflon or steel or copper or whatever, and you put it on the grill, and then you put your food on that. It's washable, reusable, uh, and it keeps it clean and neat. You don't have to worry about grease going down in the right. burners. Right. And the reason I mentioned that is because with this problem with this lady and other people who on the comments right. a lot of people have the same problem ER doctors saying that it's a common issue right it's not just it's not just like making sure it's not on the you know and that surprises me that it's a common issue yeah it really does yeah it surprised me i mean i never heard of it i mean right? we we used to cook on a plane i mean we actually actually even before the copper we would cover with foil Heavy-duty foil and cover the grates. Right. Um, and I think, I'd like to think a lot of people do that. Use the foil. Yeah, I would hope. But here's the thing. It's not so much, did you clean a grate and leave bristles on there and it gets in the food? They're saying, you know, when the grease goes down and it flares up, they're saying that the bristles down there will flare up with that fire and end up adhering to the bottom of your food. Really? So if not the copper sheets, I want to get a grill pan. I don't ever, ever, ever want to even think that we would have this problem. I but know. He, here's the I issue. Know. Also, there are people commenting this story that have had this problem at restaurants. Oh, no. So that's crazy. So, yes, it's grilling season. <gasps> so you better watch out. You better not pout. Cover your grill with something else. <laughs> I tried to make a rhyming song and I couldn't. Right. But I, I was I was trying to do some quick goat thinking <laughs> about a word that would rhyme with that, so I can. I get an A for it. In. We get A for effort, so. <laughs> um. So. <clears throat> where's my me. voice going? I don't know. But anyway, so uh, yeah. So that's um that's the summer season, that's the grilling season. We just actually had some amazing Angus burgers tonight. I know. Cooked on copper. Right. <laughs> the copper sheets. I'll tell you, we just started eating Angus burgers. Yeah, I mean I know it's been around for a while, but we never have eaten it. And now yeah. that we have, like I would eat I would listen, if we were making our own burgers every night, I would eat burgers every night if they were Angus burgers. They're really good. Well you can buy Angus ground beef. Yeah, I, I heard that. And you can make your own Angus burgers. Well, yeah, but that, you know, how long have we been saying for years, seriously, that we were going to make our own burger patties? And, and, what, and when, <laughs> when have we ever? We might have about 10, I, 15 years ago. I think that we, you and I, are the world's best procrastinators 
Let me think on that. <laughs> Give me a minute to think about that. Yeah, right. On doing things that we want to do. Yeah. Not doing things that we have to do all, you know, so much. Right. Exactly. Um, but definitely think doing things that we want to do. We procrastinate on. Oh yeah. So. Um, hey Molly. But yeah. Hey doing Molly. Um, also. I'm sorry. Being, being that it's summer. A uh, couple of other things. Um, we also understood this week. So if you're if you're from the New Jersey or the Delaware, even Eastern Shore, Maryland, you should be aware of that uh, there is a flesh-eating bacteria that is uh, hit in the area, and it, they're saying is because the water is warmer than than usual, it's allowing this flesh-eating bacteria into these waters. Um, so they're talking about it affects. Eating seafood from these areas, like from the Delaware Bay. Right. Or if you're in the water at where bacteria would be at and you have like an open wound and it gets in there. And we were, and the, the silly thing about that is. Oh, you you're going to say. Yeah, you're going to say what you have to be I'm afraid. Say. You have to cover up because you have to be afraid if you have an open wound and you want to go in the beach water. But when we were kids, our parents were like, oh, you got to yep. cut ingrown toenails. Go in the salt yeah, water. Yeah, go in the salt water. That'll take care of it. Now it'll kill you. Exactly. It will eat the flesh right off your body. <laughs> flesh. <laughs> That's like some kind of horror movie. Yes, it is. It is. Um, so, there she goes into her little Cootie. mobile studio one doghouse. <laughs> underneath the studio board. But, um... That was what that was the trick to healing cuts faster. Yeah, going to salt water, wash it out with salt water. In exactly. fact, folks, in 1996, I cut my finger with a fish hook. It was rusty, Ooh. but I didn't think anything of it. I was, I was in my head, I was listening to my mother and father say, put salt water on it. And I ran down, I was at actually, I was at the pier here in Lewis, and I ran down to the water and I washed it out with, with salt water and I wrapped it with a band aid. At the time, I was working at McDonald's. So, about three wow. days, about three days after I washed it out with salt water and put a bandaid on it, I was wrapping cheeseburgers, and suddenly I could not use my right hand. Middle of the shift, oh, no. middle of wrapping a cheeseburger, right hand stopped working, and I had this red line going down the finger that I had to cut on. So I was like, I should go to the emergency room. Septicemia. So I spent a week in a hospital with IVs in me. After wow. they lanced open my finger and like dipped it in this solution to get, I mean, they they cut it all open and dipped it. And then, of course, wow. IVs. And I spent a week there and it was um, not good. So, just something about um, rusty water. And, or, no, I'm sorry. About, sea salt. About salt water. Right. Because apparently it's not as safe as it used to be, just like <laughs> anything right. else. You well, it's to, all those. Billions and billions of fish and peeing and pooping in the water. Right. And, and then keep a happy us humans <laughs> dumping garbage in there. How much seawater did you swallow when you were a kid? When you were near, you know what I mean? Oh, I know, up, right? <laughs> that, and then I think of all that fish poop. Yeah, right. And stuff. <laughs> so. Ew. Ta-da. That is so gross. Well, hey. So gross. Um, 
So anyway, uh, that's uh, the, I thought there was one other thing about summer. Oh, of course, the ticks. The ticks are out of control. Oh, my goodness. Are, the ticks are out of control. Uh, we actually, uh, we know somebody uh, related to us who um, was being tested last week for Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. What? And Lyme disease because he was bitten like 30 times. Oh, no. Cutting grass at his dad's house. That's right. You were telling oh, me about that. 30 bites. Wow. And there's all these different varieties and all these new diseases and new things to watch out for. And, you know. Exactly. So here's here's a here's a tip for, for you consumers. Molly, this is not the time. Um, here's a tip. We just picked up a couple of the masking tape style lint Oh, rolls. yeah. Yeah, so if you... You know, when you said something about that, I was like, what? Well, but if, it makes sense. Yeah, if you go walking in an area that's known to be infested or whatever, you uh, we're keeping them in the van. And that way you can, before you get in your van, you grab the lint roller and you can rub your pants, your shoes, yeah, your shirt, you know. And it's, you know, it's funny. I heard that and didn't think of it, but last season... While we were here one time, you recall, Yeah. I saw somebody lint rolling his wife's back of the shirt, and I'm like, what are they doing? Right. Apparently, they knew about that trick. Right. And it'll roll off the ones that are on the, on your clothes, just walking around, looking for places to dig in. Molly really wants what to get on the show. What are you doing? I don't know. Uh, she, <laughs> she really wants to be on the I show. I know. She, she had her food. She, she has her drink. Right. So I don't know. And she just came in from outside. Do you hear her, everyone, talking to us? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm watching the audio meters. <laughs> they are going to hear her talking, yes. Wow. She's making her, her presence known. So what do I do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you want? But anyway, uh, so yeah, so with ticks, there's a tip for you. Keep these masking. We, I, I got them like, I got the gigantic ones, two for three dollars at right, a dollar store. Right, right. And you just, just roll them across. Now, we haven't done that yet. And ever since we got them there, like a week ago, mm. every morning when I walk her at the park, I'm like, uh, should I rub? <laughs> of course, right. I'm wearing dark black pants or I'm wearing jeans and you just don't know. So, um, so anyway, so, uh, as we end this segment, I do realize that I did not, uh, let people know how to get in touch with us. And I think that's just cause I was just, yeah. I'm very comfortable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, so everyone, the website, this is how you get in touch with us. Yes, the website is jmtalk.net. Uh, that's jmtalk.net. Of course, you can go there. You can subscribe to the podcast, and, and you should. You should subscribe, subscribe to the podcast because a new one drops every Sunday. Also, exactly. you can watch the 24-7. Uh, why not watch? You can, well, you can watch the YouTube, uh, but you can uh, 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 tap into the 24-7 stream of all Joel Mahalik shows. Uh, and also you can join us at Facebook at JM talk. Also we're at Twitter at JM talk radio. Uh, that's the official stuff. And, um, we are going to escape the confines for a minute here while uh, we take a quick break so we can see what this noisemaker wants. Right. <laughs> so we'll be right back after this quick break. Celebrate your 4th of July with Old Time Radio USA's annual Yours Truly Johnny Dollar 4th of July Marathon. 
36 hours of your favorite action-packed insurance investigator with the action-packed expense account. Beginning July 3rd at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at the home of your favorite classic old-time radio broadcast, WOTR in Indianapolis, Old Time Radio USA. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and run the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com Welcome back to the podcast everybody Joe Mahalik here with the lovely Sharon. Uh, yes, I am here. We think Small and Furry is taken care of. We don't know where she is. We won't say the name because yeah, her we don't might... speak of. <laughs> the name that we do not say. Right. Uh, the web address is jmtalk.net, so stop on by. Also come by Facebook and see us at jmtalk. Twitter at jmtalkradio. Uh, so one of the things that I want to bring up, and uh, it's interesting, folks, because I really don't tell Sharon anything we're going to talk about. He really doesn't, people. Um, so There's... when he brings up a topic, I am just as surprised as you are. Well, there's, uh, there's something to be said about the element of surprise with, you know, your co-host. Yeah, I guess. So this one... Uh, interesting. It comes out of Australia. Um, I don't know if you remember hearing about this, but a cafe called Handsome Her Cafe in Melbourne, Australia. Um, I think back in 2017, they had opened up, and one of the things that uh, gave them a firestorm on social media, a firestorm of attention, was the fact that they were uh, charging 18% man tax to men that came into the cafe. Okay. Um, and what happened was, uh, and so now in 2019, a mere two-ish years later, <laughs> they are closing. Well, let's figure out why. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, for real, you can't do that. Uh, in a statement, um, it was confirmed that the eatery will close on the twenty, or well, they closed on the twenty eighth of April. 
In a statement posted on the cafe's Facebook page, the bosses said they had hoped to make a stir by way of brazen public discussions of structural inequality and oppression. But they were shocked when their plans blew up on the internet. <laughs> they, okay. <laughs> the statement continues, we've never shied away from controversy in the spirit of social justice, and it seems fitting that we go out in the same style in which we came in. A whirlwind of sad, angry male tears. I mean, you know, Aww. like, it, here, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. So, I, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, the owners of, of the cafe um, are, you know, they're, they're, they proclaim very publicly that they're lesbian. And they were doing this man tax because of the way uh, women were oppressed and kicked down. And I mean, you know, I, I think what I want to convey is, I think what they didn't count on is not every woman was going to agree with that. Yeah. They may have offended a lot of women be, uh, because of the right. man tax as well. It's not just that if they expected to have uh, all this business from just women, I think they were, that's where they were maybe sadly mistaken. I agree. I do, because if I were going in there with you, being my husband, or even if I was just going with a male friend, and I had to pay a tax because you were a man, then... I would get upset too. Right, and and I think that's you know what it. And eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. Oh my god! I mean, here in in the states, that's like a minimum tip. Right. So you're basically you know depending on how much food you're eating, eighteen percent more of the bill on top that's of the bill ridiculous. to cover. Ridiculous. You know, the man tax. I mean, how many yeah. people are going to eat there? I don't know. That's like the, you know, the, the charging soda tax or sugar tax in the, in the city of Philadelphia <laughs> when they were doing that. That's crazy. If you, here's the thing. If you charge a tax for something uh, that shouldn't be taxed, people will notice and you won't stay yeah. in business long. And to me, I think that's what happened. You know, um, I think they got what they wanted out of the Facebook star. And uh, as I said, they, they, they weren't expecting it to blow up in their face. And it did. It blew up harshly in their face. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. So after two years, the Mantax Cafe is shutting their doors. That's not the name of it, but <laughs> the Mantax right. Cafe is shut, has shut their doors. The story is a, um, a little older. Actually, I don't think the story, the story is not old. Um, it's just behind and getting there. And it, maybe it took that long to get here from Melbourne, Australia. I'm not sure. But uh, but they're closed. So there you have it. There you have it. So another food news. Food news. Yeah. And can, this also falls under the hashtag consumer alerts. Oh, no. So for those of you that drink bottled water and you shop at Walmart, Target, or Whole Foods... Um, tests conducted by a California nonprofit found high levels of arsenic levels in two water bottle brands sold at Walmart, Target, and Whole Foods. The Center of Environmental Health found that Penafiel. Have you ever heard of that? Pen no, actually, yeah. actually, it's Penafiel because it's got that little that little squiggly over the end. Yeah, so it's no, Penafiel. I uh, no, I no, I can't feel Penafiel. No, I can't. 
Um, <laughs> water and Starkey water, I never heard of them either, contain higher arsenic levels in tap water, high enough to violate the California state guidelines. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, That's weird. Penyafil is owned by Keurig Dr. Pepper and is sold at Target and Walmart along with vendors. Really? We never heard of that, but we drink Keurig. I used to drink Dr. Pepper, yeah. but I haven't felt like a pepper lately, so I'm not a pepper. Are you a pepper? Is she a pepper? Pepperie. <laughs> She's a pepper. And Starkey Water is owned and owned by and sold at Whole Foods. So you got to be careful. Wow. Yeah. You know, and 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 so that that brings up and a little. That's that's crazy. That. Yeah. No. Side sidebar topic on that is, is all of the recent recalls for different foods. I. I don't get it. I mean, you know, we have to eat to be nourished. We have to eat to stay alive. And yeah. there have been so many recalls with when all different types of food. things. Yeah. Things that you take for granted as I yeah. open up a bottled water to drink right. it. Right. Because my throat's very dry. So, like medication recalls. Yeah, that too. They're the scariest. Well, we're, we're, One of my medications was recalled. Recently, right, yeah. Recently. And I'll tell you, that was scary. Yeah, the thing that gets me about that is the FDA approves these drugs. Right. And then like 20 years later, they're like, no, 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 don't take them. We're being, yeah. They're being recalled. Right. They cause cancer. They cause, you know, you'll grow a third boob. They cause all this <laughs> stuff. And it's like, you know, how did you not know this when you approved it? For human consumption. <laughs> I mean, that listen, that's your job. Your job is just to approve food and drugs wow. for human consumption. Right. You know, I'm sorry. No take backs. You can't come take it back years <laughs> later and say, it's not good for you. And then, like, I'm confused because I don't know. Because I don't have the lot numbers. So am I still safe to take it? Yeah, that the one that got recalled too. They sent you like a there was like a seven page letter. Yeah. And I think five and a half of those pages was like all the different lot numbers, and the different formulas because there's exactly. different formulas of what you were taking. Right. You know the dosages and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean we had to go over that two three times, looking at the, you know the different right. bottles that you had. Right. I think we determined you didn't have any of them, but that's you know that no. that that hit close to home. Yeah. And that, then yeah, that really did it. Close to home, and um, I I was left confused as to whether or not to take it. Right. And so I just said, you know what, I'm not taking it. Now are you back on it? No. Are you on an alternative? Well, I'm I'm on. You don't have to say what it is. It's nobody's yeah. business. But are you on an alternative no. or a yeah. Yeah. replacement? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last week, I had to text you and tell you that ragu was being recalled. Oh, my God. And we just bought ragu because we never buy ragu because we save money by buying right. the Walmart brand. Right. But we were at Walmart. Which is just as delicious. Yeah, exactly. And not that we get paid for that endorsement. But, <laughs> but the last time we were at Walmart was the second time in two trips that they didn't have any of their sauce that we like 
And I this know. time you said, I'm, I'm just going to get Ragu. Okay. We're okay with Ragu. Right. Yeah. And the yeah. one time in like 15 years. that's what we used to always buy. Yeah. So the first time in 15 years we buy Ragu. And it's free cold. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't weird. know. Does the, As far as food recalls go, I guess what I'm wondering is, uh, should the, does something need to be, does the game need to be stepped up as far as um, food safety? You right. know, when we worked in fast food, we had to do that serve safe. I know. Like every year, twice yeah. a year, we had to stay up on that. You know? Because yep. that's scary. That's scary to think that you... Uh, like, you work at the Ragu factory, and what if you're the one that yeah. went too quick on a step, wanted to go home on time, and not want to hang out over, and you're the one that didn't seal those jars enough, and they got the salmonella. Can you live with that? I can't live with that. No. You're very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, consumer alert, alert, folks, you know. And the thing is, I... this And one more scary thing. And one more scary thing. I don't think we know the half of it. If I see an alert, I get it posted out there. Right. But what if you don't see it? And here's the thing. When they put out an alert... All they say is the bare minimum as to what is wrong with the product. And But they'll give you a link to get more information from the actual manufacturer, and that's where you would go to get your lot numbers and everything. Although, right. you're right, though. Most of the time, the news on it is very brief, and then it, yeah, li and then it links like, out. Oh, you know, when lettuce was recalled. And lettuce is recalled because of salmonella. Oh, that was the, what the romaine. Yeah, and you know, and that's it. And for a long time, yeah. even after, I would say the acceptable period of everything going back to normal, there was a long time where places just weren't serving romaine. Like you couldn't get your Caesar salad. Right. You know, not only right. in stores, but if you went to a restaurant, certain salads weren't available because they they went far beyond. Like there was a scare. People just didn't even want to deal with it. They didn't want to have it. And they didn't want to serve it in some cases. Exactly. So exactly. Um, that was that was scary. But the ragu thing. And I think if I owned a restaurant, I would be the same way. If there was a recall on romaine lettuce, I wouldn't want to serve it. If I owned a restaurant, it would just be kibasi and hot dogs because I what? know they'll be cooked perfectly fine. Oh, you my won't goodness. have any issues. And if you do, oh, eat the sauerkraut because that is strong enough to kill scurvy. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> well, he's crazy, peeps. What a, listen, a hot dog restaurant, hot dogs done all different kinds of ways. You know, bossy and kraut. All right, peeps, come and save me. <laughs> I'm hungry all over again. Right? That's crazy. All right. So, um, finally, I think on this segment, I want to talk about this uh, this employer that fired back at a New Hampshire lunch lady who gave a student free lunch. And so you can see why this kind of stuff pisses me off. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. a school lunch company that has been criticized for terminating one of its cafeteria workers for giving a hungry student a free lunch is firing back at its former employee. Bonnie Kimball, a lunchroom employee at uh, Muscama Valley Regional High School in Canaan, New Hampshire, 
was let go by her employer, Cafe Services, on March 28th after she gave a student lunch whose account showed it did not have enough funds to cover the $8 tab. In a statement posted to YouTube on Monday, an official with Cafe Services called Kimball dishonest and said the student in question hadn't been charged for anything for the previous three months. In this situation, the student was not charged for any part of the meal, according to Brian Stone, president of Fresh Picks Cafe, uh, which is a division of Cafe Services. The employee told the manager that she charged the student's account for the lunch, but the manager later confirmed there were no charges on the account, so what the employee said was not true. Stone went on to say that every student in the lunch line gets a lunch, so there is no reason for Kimball not to charge the account. Since Kimball was fired, she said the student's account has shown regular activity. Um, what a mess. I mean, yeah. I don't think... I don't know why this, this comes up. Every once in a while, you see some sort of horror story come out that goes on in the lunchroom. You know? Yeah. Do you... I, help me out here. Did we pay for lunch when we were kids? We ate lunch? I... We were just giving lunch? I know I didn't. Um, my parents got free lunch. That's what I thought we got. But nowadays yeah. you hear about, oh, well, you know, you owe money, so you're getting a cheese sandwich and a bottle of water. No, seriously, that was in the news once, too, because in that story, and I think I covered it wow. last year, somebody, a benefactor, stepped up found out the total of all the lunch debt in the school district of all the wow. kids and paid the entire bill. You know? Wow. So you like every once in a while you hear these silly stories and it's like, what is the problem? Can school districts or local governments not, uh, you know, okay, you're charging a student $8 for this lunch. What's that lunch costing you to make? Um, you know, seriously, you and I have both been in the food service and we know there's, $2. A, thing, there's a thing called cost of sales. Right. And that is so the amount it, of money yeah, you buy and sell bucks. for. Right. Yeah. I just, um, you know, according to Kimball, she says, I made sure the meal was paid for. To me, letting that kid go hungry because he didn't bring in money that uh, that day, that would have been wrong. If the bill did not get paid, damn straight, I would have paid it out of my pocket. So, um Yeah. I think I would, too. And it goes on and on, and a lot of it is, like, uh, percentages. Uh, 364 out of every 1,000 students enrolled in that district receive free or reduced lunch. See, I don't, I don't get the reduced lunch thing. You know what I mean? Feed the kids. Right. Feed the kids. The reason there's reduced lunch and not free is because the parents make... And... They make enough so that, you know, they can help pay a little bit towards it. But don't I Even pay, if it's $2. Do I not pay school taxes, though? Yeah. Well, do I not pay school taxes? You do. I have no children in school, but I pay school taxes. They can use that money to buy the food and not have to charge the students anything. Then, then that will solve the problem. Right. I mean, you know, but... It, it's like any other piece of politics. The, the the tax dollars are going to the wrong things. Exactly. I'm, I'm not saying I'm throwing my hat in any ring for school boards. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it to me, it sounds like waste on somebody's part. So, anyway. I applaud her. Uh, you know, this yeah, is, me the, too. Right now, this is just a case of he said, she said, because... Um, 
you know, I guess she's embarrassed them so much after she left that they needed to get on board and fire back and, and say all these things. I feel like typically you wouldn't even hear from that company in a normal post-firing. So she must have made them mad. So anyway, um, that is about all the time we have in this segment. So um, Alrighty. I'm going to wrap it down. And I'll be back. I know I'll be back <laughs> for the final stretch yeah. uh, with a new Wombat of the Week and a new Heroes to Honor and uh, one last thing. So jmtalk.net, that is the website. And uh, also Facebook at jmtalk and Twitter at jmtalkradio. And I'm going to go wet my whistle and say goodnight, Sharon. <laughs> Good night, Sharon. And I'll be back right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show, folks. Um, Joel Mahalik, thank you for hanging out. Um, this is what we call the final stretch of the show. And uh, in this, among other things, is our Wombat of the Week segment and also Honor Thy Heroes. And um, so I guess let's just dig right in. First of all, if you're just tuning in, the, um, the, the way to reach out on the World Wide Web is at www.jmtalk.net. And uh, from there, you can subscribe to the podcast. I encourage you to do so. That way you never miss an episode. Uh, also, if you are sad and lonely for Joel Mahalik show during the week, then uh, reach out and click the 24-7 stream, and you can listen to us all week long while you're waiting for new shows to drop. Also, Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So, there you have that. Um, so, I guess we will start off with uh, the Wombat of the Week. And as usual, it's a doozy. Now, you know, I don't have my paper here. I usually actually read this part on about a script. But, so, let me see if I can do it out of my head, not too badly. If you want to get involved with the fun of Wombat of the Week, all I need you to do is submit your story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmahalik.com. You can also send the story to joelmahalikradio at gmail.com or I gave you to Facebook. It's at JM Talk. You can stop by Facebook and post the story. Um, and we'll get it there. And that way you can get involved. If you don't hear your story, that week that you submit it, it's okay because we stack them up. Sometimes we get so many good ones and uh, we only have so much time in the show. Uh, so we'll move right into this week's. This week is a story coming out of, I uh, knew, I know, Europe. Oh, Berlin. 
Interesting. We don't usually get too many that come uh, out of the States, but man urinating on a tourist boat from a bridge causes several injuries to passengers. I can't wait to read this because I don't know. Was he was he pissing acid? I don't know. Four people were injured after a man urinated off of a bridge onto a tour boat in Berlin. The city pleasure cruise was targeted as it passed underneath a road crossing on the River Spree. Oh, so he spreed into the River Spree. Uh, Berlin Fire Department said the incident caused passengers on the top deck to jump up and hit their heads on the low-level Janowitz Bridge. As a pleasure boat on the spree passed under the bridge, a person urinated from above the ship, the fire department tweeted. Uh, several people jumped and were injured while passing through underneath the bridge. And um, that's actually uh, a little crazy. The injured passengers, including three women aged 38, 39, and 48, and a 54-year-old man were discharged after receiving treatment for minor injuries. 16 rescue workers attended the scene on Friday. Police described the incident as abnormal and said the suspect had not been identified. So that's interesting. So not only did he take a whiz off the bridge, but they also didn't catch him. He got away with it. The audacity. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't know... And this is obviously, this happened during a day. I don't know what drives a person to stop at a bridge in the middle of the day and take a leak off a bridge. And I'm not saying he targeted the boat. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, what the hell? That's what I'm saying. What the hell? Um, so, do me a favor and be uh, human about it. And don't take a leak off a bridge. So anyway, the unidentified man, so I can't tell you who he is, but he has won the honor of being this week's Wombat of the Week. So um, that is that. Now, also, I wanted to tell you that things are dropping in the studio. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so also uh, the same email addresses I gave out, uh, we do this thing. It's, uh, honor thy heroes. And it's basically, we've extended it <clears throat> in recent months to everyday heroes. And so if you have a story about an everyday hero, somebody in your locality, we don't always see different local newses and uh, which is a shame because there's a lot of good stories about good people that come out of, uh, localities that never make, uh, national headlines and get moved around. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're, you know, somebody who should be honored as a, as an everyday hero, then you can send that also to Joel radio at gmail.com or put it up on the Facebook in a, in a, in a message with the link to the story. And, uh, we will certainly honor them here on the program. And uh, I think <clears throat> this week, uh, after thinking about um, who we were going to do, we chose to recognize, uh, if, if you haven't heard, and uh, I, I think probably everybody has, but this past week, there was quite a, uh, a, a, a drug bust, if you will, um, at the Port of Philadelphia, 
by uh, federal agents or, you know, I guess for different agencies, a task force, they seized 16.5 tons of cocaine. Let me say that again. 16.5 tons of cocaine with a street value of somewhere north of $1 billion. Uh, Port of Philadelphia, that's kind of, it seems, it's not the first time, but it seems odd that drugs get into a port that far north. Uh, Everybody thinks it it all comes across southern ports and southern borders. Um, But uh, I was digging into uh, this a little bit during the week and actually found out that some of this, sure, cocaine comes out of Colombia for the most part, but it makes several stops on the way here. So uh, it's almost like the cocaine's getting washed and filtered to make sure it gets here. Uh, if, and one of the one of the stop-offs, I understand, is even Puerto Rico, which is a U.S. territory. And uh, so this was a container ship. And I guess um, some of the containers, at least 16 and a half tons worth of containers, had uh, the cocaine in it. And boy, what a remarkable amount of drugs that did not make it to the streets of America. Thank God. Thank goddess. Thank the universe. Thank whoever it is you think that, uh, you know, people will be at least that much safer from the evil drug. But, um, so I think that, I don't know how they, I don't know how they were tipped off. I don't know what kind of police and crime work went into this. But what I know is that there, everyone involved in the task force deserves to be honored as a hero for their work in bringing that, uh, uh, to a complete seizure and getting those drugs before they got onto the street. So, uh, we thought that this week in lieu of that, that everybody involved in the task force from the officers that were there making a seize to all the background people, everybody involved in every single way, uh, you know, uh, would be donned with the honor thy heroes tag, uh, this week on the show. So our hats are off to them. We applaud them for, uh, for what they've done. And, uh, I mean, I think law enforcement gets a bad rap and, you know, uh, we like to think highly of them every day. Uh, here in in our little piece of the world, um, but other than the people who might be mad because of the bust, and I'm sure there's somebody who's terribly mad, uh, we're honoring all the people involved in the task force for bringing this down uh, on Honor Thy Heroes. So you guys are all, all you guys and gals are all heroes in our books here on the show. So um, there you have it. That is our Honor Thy Heroes segment. Hashtag Honor Thy Heroes. And you can help pass that around on Twitter. So, um, one last thing. That's the new thing I'm doing. If we end up moving Wombat of the Week or Honor Thy Heroes to other parts of the show, we'll never be able to move this because this is one last thing. Uh, And, you know... One of the things I find amazing on Facebook is as soon as the first time in the fall or winter 
that temperatures hit 35 or lower Fahrenheit. People start screaming about the cold. And they can't wait for summer. And then we get blasted with all these memes about summertime. And all these memes about how cold it is. And then, before the first day of summer, you get all these memes about can't wait for snow. It's this many weeks until cold. It's so hot. I'm melting. And all this other stuff. It's just, in the last couple years, it's just been the routine. You, You kind of expect it now. So while you're complaining about how hot it is, I thought I would mention that uh, in India, um, Bihar, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Bihar, India, is in their third week of a major heat wave. Third week of a sustained heat wave. And 92 people, at least at the time of this story, which was Friday, at least 92 people have died in India's India's Bihar as the state remains in the midst of a punishing heat wave that's affecting much of the country, bringing with it droughts and hundreds of cases of heat stroke. The country is experiencing its lowest rainfall before monsoon season in over six decades. As I said, this is the third week of a heat wave set to become one of the longest on record. The majority of the recorded deaths in Bihar since June 15th have occurred in uh, um Gaia and Nuwanda, where temperatures have been around 45 degrees Celsius. Now, before I go on, I went, because I'm not familiar off the top of my head with how you convert Celsius to Fahrenheit and Fahrenheit to Celsius. So I looked it up and found out that 50 degrees Celsius is 122 degrees Fahrenheit. So, 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, the hottest I can remember was actually when we lived in uh, southern New Jersey, in Cape May. And we had about a three or four day sustained heat wave. And I think the hottest it got, now this is not, and this was with heat index, was 115. And I remember that Sharon and I, we had the kids and the pets all in the living room because we didn't have central air. So we had an air conditioner in the window doing the best it could. And we put army blankets on the steps to block the upstairs, army blanket across the kitchen doorway to block that. So in this 12 by 14 room, we were trying to make sure that's where all the air went. I mean, if you went into the kitchen to get something or you had to go upstairs to go to the bathroom, I mean, you were sweltering. Because there was no ventilation. You could go outside and get no relief at all. And that's the hottest I recall it being. These people were dealing with 122 core temperature, not including uh, heat indexes. So at least 562 patients have been admitted to government hospitals with heat stroke. And officials fear that the death toll will continue to rise. Uh, so also they say that the true death toll may never be fully known as some heat related deaths could not be officially confirmed as the families took the deceased body before post-mortem on Saturday, on Saturday of last week, 49 people died in Bihar within 24 hours. 
So, people have been told to stay indoors, naturally, and schools and colleges are staying closed at least until Wednesday. Markets have been ordered to close between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., which is the hottest part of the day there. And um, Gaia and Darbaha have invoked Section 144, which bans all public activities during the day. The heat wave has affected almost two-thirds of the country with the western state of Rajasthan seeing temperatures of 50 degrees Celsius. And as I said, that's why I pulled up. What is 50? It's 122 to you and me. Uh, so tens of thousands of people in drought-stricken villages have left their homes in search of water. So as you're laughing at or relishing on memes or making memes about how hot it is right now, you know, because it got up to almost 90 degrees one day, think about what they're going through over there. And they're sustaining this problem. They're in their third week. Makes It makes you think. It makes, I, I took pause when I read this. I mean, normally I would have just went right by this story, but it made me think of how much uh, silliness we make about changes in weather. Oh, it's too hot. Oh, it's too cold. Think about what they're going through. That's really bad. So um, that was one last thing. And it left me with minutes to go. It left me with minutes left on the clock. And I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to entertain you for, for these minutes. I don't. <laughs> if, this was a, if this was a video, um, we could show you the art of uh, knitting. Sharon could teach you the art of knitting. Yes. But we can't do that. So, um, so I think what it means is I'm, I'm shortened up. I'm going to, I'm going to invite you all to, uh, visit the webpage. I'm going to, actually, I'm going to work on closing out there. Visit the webpage at jmtalk.net, uh, and subscribe to the show. Um, and listen, send us some feedback. Sharon loves feedback, even negative. Not that we've ever had any negative, but she loves to hear feedback. So send us feedback, uh, send us topics you want discussed. No politics, please. Um, and also stop by our Facebook page at JM Talk and come and say hi on Twitter or follow us on Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Meanwhile, remember, if you go to a park or a beach or you're just out and about, pick up three pieces of trash, will you, and throw it out. Help keep this country a little bit cleaner. All right. So until next time, when we drop our next podcast, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time on The Joel Mahalik Show. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>